Hey guys, welcome to On Air with Matthew James. I'm of course Matthew James. In this episode, I chat to my amazingly multi-talented, beautiful friend Jane Sue about her journey, her book, self-quarantining in the USA and everything in between. Remember to subscribe to our Spotify channel to be kept in the loop as to when new episodes air or follow us on social media at Matthew Hallett on Instagram and at Matthew James on Facebook. Let's get chatting to Jen. So we're welcoming Jen Sue onto uh, On Air with Matthew James. How are you, Jen? I'm wonderful, Matthew. How are you? It's so good to hear your voice. It's really good to hear your voice. It's been so long since we've actually seen each other. So you've been up to quite a bit. <laughs> I have. Um, gosh, it's been mm-hmm. quite a journey. But uh, this is definitely a twist and turn that I did not expect. So um, basically, for everyone who's listening, you have quite a very different journey to getting to where you are at now. I mean, you started out uh, winning uh, a competition quite similar to what we know as idols here in South Africa. Can you sort of just explain um, your journey to now and how you got there? Sure. Well, I'm going Mm. to go through it sort of quickly because we could be here forever just talking about my journey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As a young girl, I was involved in classical piano and also um, doing a lot of Chinese ribbon dancing. Then uh, when I got to Taiwan, I sort of, by accident, ended up um, entering the contest and winning Taiwan Idol. It was, it's a similar competition to Taiwan Idol, and I released five albums. I then moved to Thailand, where I got involved in television, as well as singing. Uh, Then moved to Hong Kong, where I worked for Star TV and Radio Television Hong Kong. And I was a news anchor and singer. And then when I got to South Africa, um, someone introduced me to Gareth Cliff. They said, you've got to meet this guy, Gareth Cliff. I was like, who's Gareth Cliff? I didn't know anything. I mean, I'd never been to South Africa. And uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, got on the airways with him at 5FM. Yeah, well, South Africa (laughs) has always been my home now. And it will always be forever. South Africa, you know, is in my blood and uh, I'm, I'm always thinking about you in South Africa and um, our friends there. And then from there, I went to Expresso, Business Day TV, and then anchoring at Sky News for the African Business Report. Okay. So it's been a long so, time. Yeah, and I mean, you've done, um, so, you're so multi-talented in the way that you've done so much and worked on all these different mediums. Um, do you sort of say that that's a necessity if you want to be in the media industry at the moment? Or can one person still sp- uh, like sort of focus on one specific sort of medium? Well, I think, you know, if you've got a passion and you've got the ability and, you know, you're very determined, mm. you can really focus. And I think focusing is always good. Um, mm. In this day and age of the coronavirus, it's good to mm. have a little bit of flexibility and maybe diversify yeah. a little bit. Um, you know, we, it's just like acting or singing or, you know, fashion. People can kind of get involved into subcategories. And yeah. these days, um, because, you know, the world has been turned upside down, it's that cross category mm. diversification that is, you know, finding uh, 
a hold because influencers mm. who are multi-platform, multi-category, multi-revenue stream are thriving, you know? Yeah. So, so definitely, yeah. But it, too. And I mean, like you're saying, these COVID-19 times are insane. So you're over in the States at the moment. What is it like there now? Because in South Africa, we sort of on a national lockdown. They've loosened it quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit, a little bit, actually. Um, and like the economy is slowly starting to reopen. What is it like in the States at the moment? So in the States, we've been seven weeks in lockdown. You guys just about, you came on about a week after us. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been fine. I think the main goal is to try to stay healthy. Uh, and very luckily, my whole family is still quite healthy. Yeah. Um, my son is immunosuppressed and he's yes. been under treatment for cancer, uh, acute lymphoblastic mm. leukemia. So that has made it a lot more stressful for us yeah. as a family, but just keeping definitely. him healthy. Um, but as far as the States compared to South Africa, you know, we also have restrictions, but not as many as in South Africa. So we mm. can take walks, we can walk our pets, we can buy alcohol and tobacco, mm. we can drive to supermarkets, we can, you know, get takeaway mm. from restaurants, um, e-commerce, know. so we can buy clothes and we can yeah. buy perfume on the internet. It's no big mm. deal. Um, the schools are also closed for the rest of the school year um, okay. and life-sustaining businesses are open and of course, essential workers can go to work. Um, and, you know, there, there are businesses and supermarkets that are open. Um, so we have a few more, you know, kind of, I guess, allocations. Although I heard you guys now opened up exercising between 6am and 9am. Is that right? So yeah, yeah, between six and 9am, you are allowed to sort of leave your house and do some exercise like running or, or cycling. But obviously, there are still some um, restrictions on doing that. Um, in itself, like with a mask and all of those things. But were, uh, so I mean, aren't there like tons of people then out? Yes. Everybody's so, out within the same yeah, period? Yeah, so this morning um, was the first time that it actually happened. And I mean, I saw some images of the Seapoint Promenade where it was just like, it looked almost like the Two Oceans Marathon, <laughs> like that <laughs> amount of people. So I was, um, I was just like, I don't, I don't see it like, you know, like you're actually getting into so much contact with someone now that when you're going running like that. So I don't see it being like a really not a good idea, but yeah, I just don't see it working quite well or sort of a- aiding yeah, the purpose I, of, I of lockdown. I don't know what the purpose is to actually restrict everybody within the confines mm. of 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Yeah. Sometimes I would think to spread it out more, just you yeah, know, so that not everyone goes out at the same time. Right, to stagger it a little <laughs> bit. I mean, yeah. So that's the thing here. We are allowed to go out and exercise. Um, I live in the countryside, so I really rarely see people. I have a huge, you know, backyard and yeah. space. Um, but in general, they don't say you have to only go out within certain times. So, you know, people are pretty much distanced from each other as it is. Yeah. But it's still good to have a mask on, um, you know, especially if you guys are going out during that time period and, we already see that people are actually getting quite close to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's sort of just to have a, ma- a practice, mask on. Yeah, sort of just be smart about it, you know, mm. or just sort of judge the situation. But you are you still working? I mean, it's award season. So it's currently award season-ish. What's that, what's that done to, what's coronavirus done to award season in, in the U.S.? So that's the thing. I mean, so many events are canceled. Mm. Um 
red carpet functions, fashion weeks are canceled. Mm -hmm. So coverage is really limited. Travel yeah. is canceled. Um, most of these events. So I had, I had three fashion weeks. Um, I actually turned down London fashion week for this last mm -hmm. season, just because I was getting nervous about the travel issues, but I still mm -hmm. went to Paris fashion week. A lot of the editors came down from Milan, and that's when the virus was beginning to spread. And I was actually yeah. quite worried. I got very lucky, though, because I am seriously a germaphobe. And I, wash yeah. my, I must wash my hands like every three seconds. I, I can't you or not. <laughs> Gareth Cliff, who's also a germaphobe, would laugh yes, at yes, me. You know. and, but he also is the same. But you know what? Yeah. It actually helped. So on top of but, all of that, so on top of the camps. So anyway, yeah, a lot of these upcoming events like the Cannes Film Festival it yeah. ended up pretty much, you know, being canceled. The Olympics uh, was postponed until 2021. Yeah. And now they're actually talking about canceling it. Um, and, and a lot of these events that I had sort of endorsements with mm. um, contingent on me being there, getting on the plane. Yes. I also have airline sponsors I deal with. Mm. You know, you get on the plane. Mm. You get to the destination, then I had hotels, and then I had events, and then I yeah. cover the events, and I blog and influence about those things. So, you know, all these things compound together like dominoes all fell down. Yeah. And, and so, then, yeah, yeah, it's been very, very challenging. So are you still sort of producing some sort of content now that you are at home? I am. Um, I'm producing sort of a mix of new content and throwback content. Um, and yeah. the feedback luckily has been very good. I mean, one good thing about lockdown as far as producing content is concerned is that people are on their mm. devices all the time. So yeah. engagement rate is higher overall. In fact, mm. some agencies say that in Instagram age, uh, engagement has been up like 50% Instagram live is up like 70%. TikTok is way up. I mean, basically, the yeah. thing is people want to escape from the gloom and doom. We know about yeah. we need to wash our hands for 20 seconds. We know about mm. the hand sanitizing. We know about the ter terrible, you know, tragedies that are going around uh, mm. all around us. And of course, we can't escape that. But sometimes you do have to kind of just say, look, I just, I need a little laugh. I need a joke. I need yes. to just watch yeah. a comedy movie. I need to, mm. you know, watch something funny on TikTok. You're an Instagram influencer. If you kind mm. of go about it the right way, you can actually also do very well. And I've had much more engagement yeah. actually in the yeah. last few weeks than I had in the past. So <laughs> it's been very interesting like that. So this, which is quite cool because all of these things we've had to do now is just we sort of had to innovate the way that we that we carry on about our business. Exactly. Do you think that these sort of things would are going to affect the way that we operate our business in the future? Definitely. I you mean, think these sort of things will take over with us? Absolutely. This is change forever. I think. Um, first of all, it's mm. goodbye to crowded offices. Who needs to go to an office anymore? Yeah. Everybody can work from home. Yeah. Um, and then mm. email and WhatsApp. You know, much more casual ways to mm. go about doing business and making decisions. Um, and that's the way it's going to go. No need to really travel. You know, I used to fly to London for meetings. I'm not saying that that won't happen in the future, but now yeah. it's going to be less and less important. You can do things and get things done and make uh, decisions by a Zoom conference chat 
or video conference mm. chat. So, you know, there are other ways to look at this. The other thing is health. I mean, health is going to be really, mm. really important uh, in operating your business. So, you know, mm. um, medical screening, I think maybe masks are going to be more fashionable and part of the fashion yeah. wardrobe and people are going to be less concerned about what brand names you're wearing and, you know, care more mm-hmm. in, you know, sort of in touch with nature, more in touch with just getting, you know, down to earth, wearing something comfortable and protecting yourself and staying healthy. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely think that all of these um these practices are important and will change the way business is. Now I wrote that book before from Z to a lister, how to build your personal brand. And, you know, it is all about how to adapt, you know, to operating your business. But, um, that's, and you've made, you've done quite well. I mean, you've in the book, you sort of speak about how you've had to build up your, your brand in all of these continents as you've traveled, from from basically a Z lister to an A lister, and that I think is quite cool. Can you sort of just walk us through the plot line of your book? <laughs> Although I've read yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> well, just basically, you know, a lot of tips for personal branding, um, because you are your own brand. You are the CEO of your own brand, and now more than ever we see that. Um, and it also shows that I've put a sprinkling of my own personal experiences in between. But um, I had to move six times in completely different settings and cultures and environments and try to kind of start from the ground up. So I think that that is relevant in the sense that now in our COVID-19 times, you know, going post-coronavirus or even still living with coronavirus until we have a vaccine, we have this, you know, we still have so much risk in our midst, we have to figure out how we're going to navigate through this. I mean, we can't be shut down forever. I'm also saying, you know, that we need to make a very gradual incremental phase as far as reopening, you know, obviously continuing the social distancing, the health protocols, increasing the testing, the contact tracing, all of that is important. Um, and your own personal hygiene. So, you know, now we've got to throw all that into the mix. But in addition is not to lose sight of your personal brand. So this is actually a great moment to reach out to people, find out how they're doing, whether it's by a quick text or, you know, Mm. a video call or FaceTime or a WhatsApp. And it's so easy because we have all of these apps. Exactly. To reach out to people and um, keep those connections, those business connections and personal connections are really important. And also to show gratitude, express gratitude, never, never lose sight of that. Um, Mm. And, you know, you never know when these things are going to come into your life again and, and, you know, be relevant. And so it's important to keep up the contacts. You know, this is an especial, this is an especially, I guess, um, dire time where Mm. we can use this time to also reconnect with people. It's important though, too, to realize some people are, you know, people are really struggling. They've lost their jobs. They work Mm. paycheck to paycheck. They don't have any income coming in. And the bills don't stop. The bills come in. The rent, the food. I mean, the food costs, you know, the this and that, uh, child care costs, whatever costs that people have. And then no income stream is really serious. 
Um, mm. Never mind the stock market tanking and, you know, everything else on top. You can't even go and see your parents, mm. you know, or your loved ones. I mean, this is just, it's really attacking people from all sides. So it's important. It's like really, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's sort of also changing everybody's view on what's important in life at the moment. So like sort of what is it taught, what is this time sort of taught you personally and professionally? What did you sort of, what are you getting out of this? Definitely a change in life perspective. I mean, you know, we all are undergoing huge shifts in our life and family dynamics. The power of nature. I mean, it's incredible, actually, um, how the air has brightened up since we've all sort of stopped. Uh, but it's incredible <laughs> because yeah. in the end, nature kind of overcomes um, the power of connection. Like I said, you know, really mm. connecting with people, with family um, and using the Internet to help connect. Um, also, you know, really appreciating the healthcare workers, the people on the front line, the emergency workers, uh, the people who are in the grocery stores um, who are making you know, South Africa run every day or the U.S. run or the world run every day. Mm. This, these, are, these are people putting themselves at risk I on the I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this about South Africa at the moment. At 8 p.m. every evening, um, everyone goes outside and starts clapping or blowing their vuvuzelas. You might even hear it now because we're close yeah. to it. But everyone sort of goes outside, they blow vuvuzelas. It's like one of the most amazing things to experience because it's at 8 o'clock. Everyone, you just, like, everyone comes together in that way to sort of show the appreciation and support of the essential service oh, work. That is absolutely so, do you guys, wonderful. Do you, I think that's fabulous. That's fabulous. Do you guys we have do. anything like that? In New like York that, at 7 o'clock, they all come out as well. Everybody comes out onto their balconies yeah. and, you know, they also cheer and clap. Um, where I am in the countryside in Philadelphia, I'm, we're not so much, you know, doing that, but just because we're not in an apartment, yeah. we're not so close together. Um, the houses are very mm. far apart. So if I start clapping, nobody can hear me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing I was like saying the yeah, is, um, you know, what has yeah. this experience taught me professionally and personally? Also just reviewing life. This is a time for us to yeah. sit down and review life. What is important to us? And also to think about death. What if you got coronavirus mm. and you passed away next week? Now, you know, do you have your documents in order? Have you talked mm. about this with your family or life partners? And I know it's a very uh, sort of morbid topic to talk about, but I think that mm. it's extremely important. And I had a friend who uh, her partner was on a ventilator for 17 days. Mm. It was incredible, though. He actually got off the ventilator after hearing her voice through a FaceTime chat, he was in a coma and he woke oh my goodness. up because he heard her that voice. Is it amazing. is incredible. <laughs> but at that time, when he was no. still in the coma, he, she and the family were like, oh, my God, does he have a will? Does he have an estate? Mm. What does he need to, you know, what, yeah. what are his last wishes? They didn't know. Everybody Everyone's was sort of running, running around, around yeah. in a panic. And that is why yeah. the best thing you can do for people that you really love and care about is to actually sit down and talk about it and say, listen, this mm. is, these are the passwords to my accounts, or this is what, you know, mm. my, this is my wishes. This is what I mm. would really like to do in case I pass. 
And it's really important to talk about. Well, in the States, there's way over a million infections. You know, we have the highest death rate in the world. And the thing is, states are reopening and businesses are reopening, but we are still getting infected. So I don't know Mm. if I go to the supermarket tomorrow and I get infected. I hope not. I'm trying to do everything in my power not to. Especially with your kids. And so that's the thing. You just don't know. And um, so when people say, well, it's not going to happen to me, it it could. It could Mm. very well happen. It could, yeah. And then... I think at the beginning yeah. years, while well, South Africans were also like, yeah, it's it's happening in other countries. Ah, uh, no, it probably wouldn't get here. But and then when it did it, you know, South Africa did act sort of swiftly, which I mean, we're very grateful for. But it could have been so much worse. And we look at places like Italy and now the US, and you know, we're just sort of thankful. Yes, exactly. And mm. just you know, keep it up. So I, mm. I'm glad. You know, South Africa's taking it seriously. Mm. And um, I think this is really a very important thing. Uh, Leadership is very important in this kind of time of crisis. How do you sort of see the industry, our industry adjusting or even maybe being rebuilt after this? I mean, like with the Oscars, I think the Oscars are getting a skip this year, if I'm not mistaken. They very well may. Um, You know, the Oscars, luckily they had their Oscars ceremony because they mm. usually convene again in February. I mean, the whole award yeah. season is in flux right now, but I guess the good thing is that they still have a little bit of time until January. You know, we have other mm. things like the sporting events. We've got the national yeah. football league. We've got rugby. We've got so many things coming up. Mm. Right. Um, and I just yeah. school. I mean, just everything. It's mm. it's really worrisome. Mm. But yes, um, there's going to be a huge transformation process. So the industry will definitely be adjusting. We're still in the age of coronavirus. This is the thing. You know, mm. it hasn't just stopped and we can all go back to life as normal. It's not. We are in a whole adjustment process. So there's a whole transformation that's going on. Retail stores will continue to close. They have been so hard hit. Media channels will be folding just like Associated Media today, mm-hmm. many, many others will follow. Digital ads, virtual styling, virtual fashion shows, though, and fashion weeks will probably be on the rise. So things will mm-hmm. be digital. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's a matter of getting people to kind of, I guess, get into that mindset and change. Mm-hmm. And that's where Instagram Live actually has been very successful in yeah. getting people sort of online and at the same time and you know grabbing their attention after lockdown do you have anything exciting planned or any exciting projects that you want to share with us well um my son will be in his last year of cancer treatment which is going to be a great thing that's so Uh, good to hear so So it is (laughs) i'm really looking forward to that i've got some travel hopefully on the horizon, some music projects and some Mm. endorsement deals, but, you know, still Mm. kind of taking it one step at a time. Obviously in these uncertain times, things can change. So, you know, my main goal these days is to stay healthy, keep the family healthy. And, um, you know, just, I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm very lucky in so many ways and just, yeah. We'll see how it goes, but there are some projects coming up. Definitely. Cool. So 
what sort of advice or guidance can you give anyone that's sort of aspiring to be the next Jen Sue, the next Hollywood reporter, the next author? What, what, what advice do you have for them? Well, I have to say business has changed forever. I mean, yeah. first of all, just, you know, surviving in this post-coronavirus world or continuing mm. con- coronavirus world, mm. um, you know, allow yourself to just emotionally de-stress. You're going mm. through tough times. So it's going to be very challenging. It is, it's already been difficult, but it's going to be much, much more challenging can now. You, sorry, can you uh, hear them? Can you hear the vuvuzelas? Oh, yeah, yeah, those are the vuvuzelas. I hear them. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. Oh, yeah, put that in when we were talking about the vuvuzelas. The vuvuzelas sound great. I love that. So every night at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so you were saying that you need to de-stress and, you know, sort of focus. But what else yeah, can you Yeah, and have? just, you know, reinvent yourself, refocus, reconfigure. You're going to, you know, you have to sort of adjust to what is happening and focus and be genuine, um, yeah. you know, be genuine That's... about what content you provide. Um, make sure that if you have a bit of a niche that mm. you kind of stick with that image and um, you just got to be very persistent out there. Mm. Um, it's it's yeah. actually an incredibly difficult and challenging time. But the more that you can sort of um, look for opportunities, the more there will be those opportunities there for mm. you. Definitely. Yeah. That's so amazing. Thank you so much for for chatting to me this afternoon. Or this, well, it's afternoon for you. It's evening for me. It's always good to hear your voice and always good to talk Thank to you. Thank you, Matthew. It's so good to hear from you as well. Mm. All the best and stay healthy. You too. And, stay and to the well. boys. And to Thank boys. Stay you. well. Okay. Bye. Lots of love. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Remember, if you enjoyed it, please subscribe to our Spotify channel and give us a follow on social media. Again, thank you to my amazing guest, Jane Sue. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. And I hope to see you back here sometime on air with Matthew James.